We're out in the city. The voice of LGBT life in Wearside. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> Is that how you really want to start? I don't know. I... Asking a million and one questions, but I suppose it goes right with the first date. I got really nervous and like I, I kind of panicked. I didn't know how to start it because you did it last time. Well, the thing is, there's no right way to start something and there's no wrong way, which we're about to find out. Probably, if yeah. If there is, or it's gonna be if a there few. isn't. Anyway, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> um, if you listened to last week's, thanks for kind of coming back. Thank you for subscribing if you did. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud, Mixcloud, Facebook, Twitter. Um, hopefully Apple places. Podcasts yeah that's what we're trying to do iTunes well iPodcasts if you actually have the app if you listen to it I've only had it like two days I haven't even had it that I haven't even got it well download it if you've got an iPhone get onto Apple Podcasts and, and try and subscribe to this show um, yeah but anyway this week is a little bit different we're going on our first date because last time it was all about saying hello talking to you about what the show is but today having an argument having an argument yeah about who introduced the show i'm glad he did it though last week because my introduction was rubbish i was gonna say something else there um yeah careful now i know this week is all about getting to know us a little bit more um and also talking about first dates um for the gay community do we date do we not well, you're really against this. So I don't really, know why yeah. on earth we're doing this. I'm really against about. dates. I find them really awkward. I find them a complete waste of time. I don't think you're going to get to know someone fully in that kind of setting, like in an awkward setting. It's not about getting to know someone. It's about like meeting them for the first time and introducing yourselves and just basically breaking the ice for the first I know, time. But I don't care about people. We've been through <laughs> this. This is the I... problem. You are a cold-hearted woman. <laughs> I, do, you know what, do you know what? I could. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, you you bang on. I am colorted. Someone once said to me, "Yeah, like I had I had no heart. I don't care." <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you've just introduced. I don't. You know, like when you're talking about people, you're like I don't like people. I don't like people at all. Um, to be fair, I don't know why we get on because you don't like people. True. There's no. not many people I like. There's mm. like there's really not. I mean, there's not many people who like me, and I just don't care. I I really don't. Well, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll throw this one out there. I actually quite like you. I think you're kind of funny, but there are times when you just need to be brought down to earth. Maybe. With a big slap. Many men have tried and failed to bring me back down <laughs> to earth, and it hasn't worked. The thing always is, always made I'm me not... laugh though. Growing up, there was always like a young little queen who thought it was like really hurtful to turn around and say, "Oh, I don't like you." Didn't I? Did not lose a single night's sleep over that. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like me, hate me. I don't care. You're just like Marmite. <laughs> I don't care. You're just like Marmite. You're either going to love but, it or you're going to hate yeah. it. But what we've got is we've got nine questions um, that are scientifically proven to either make you fall in love, to get a second date, to fully get to know someone. So this is our first date, Ash. Kick off with your questions. Let's let's get to the grips of it. Come on. Are you working on any personal passionate? projects are you passionate about any projects Ugh, i really don't know see this is i mean like what a weird question it is weird but it's kind of like for me um one of my personal passion passionate projects at the moment would be the rainbow foundation yeah i suppose with, so, yeah yeah working with you guys because there we you know people think we just sit back and we do nothing we don't there's a lot of work and there's a lot of effort and there's a it, it's kind of like we've got to sit and we've got to discuss these issues we've got to discuss what gay people go through not just this year but since the beginning of the lgbt history mm. because we don't know how far back it goes i mean it could go back to the romans or something we don't know we just know what happened in Stormwall. Apparently, did apparently Julius Caesar was bisexual. 
See, I mean, I don't don't take that as gospel. I mean, I think I read it somewhere. It might. I don't know, but I feel like I feel like this is a thing. If anybody's listening and is like a history person, and I'm wrong, please correct us because I never paid attention in history. No. And even though I lived around the corner from RBI and Shields, it just it didn't interest me in the slightest. But Julius Caesar may be bisexual. Not sure. Romans and all that. Yeah. See, like for me, if you, if if we're gonna talk like um, history, Egypt was. Like, Would you talk about history on a first date? I have done, yeah. Is Egypt it, your passion? <laughs> like, you it's me? not my passion, but it is my go uh, when it comes to history. Passion was the question. Yeah. Are you working on any personal passion projects? So technically, yes, for me I am, because there's like the Rainbow Foundation, that's a labour of love between all of us. Yeah, we, I, I suppose, you know, yeah, that is one thing. We all put our passion in behind it, and that's what drives us to Yeah, even me. Hate everybody, but... <laughs> I'm passionate about that. <laughs> but you want to ch- change the you want to change the perception of gay people and yeah. the LGBT community, and you want to show that we don't have because people hide. think we're all niceness and rainbows, and I am absolutely not, not niceness and rainbows at all. I do not fly that flag and be nice to people. Um, see, like I've learned over the years that it's no good talking to people and pretending to like somebody. It's better to turn around and say, look. I really can't stand you. Yeah. If I can give you a reason, I'll give you one. But really, it's just because you annoy yeah. me to the point. I mean, that the, yeah, the first like LGBT project that I worked on was obviously geared by Sunland back in the year dot when I was like sixteen. And the project manager of that was really well known for all the projects he did, and he always repeated something to me. And he was like, Ryan, in life, you need to say what you mean and mean what you say. He was like, do not hold back. And that that is true. Like as you grow up, like don't hold back. No, I mean, I don't... I mean, too many people... I think too many people do, though. Do you know what I mean? They mm. they say something, but you look and think, you want to say more, but you're just biting your tongue. I mean, it's... You, you take, like, our little bard, for instance. There's only a couple of us, but if we don't say something, or if we, di- or if we don't disagree with something, then ideas and stuff like that don't yeah. just evolve. So it's it's boring. Not just... Everybody loves a good argument. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I me, me personally... I argument. Well... I'm not being funny, but you can't just get into a relationship expect rainbows and flowers and roses and everything. It's not all like that. you know that. what? I've never, ever, right? And this is really sad. I'm 20-something, right? I'm not going to say what part of 20. But the only time that a man has ever bought me flowers, never had flowers on Valentine's Day, the only time I ever got bought flowers was when I told my husband I wanted a divorce. And the next <laughs> day, that is... No, that's true. The next day, I got a bunch of flowers. And I was just like... Bit too late. Bit late. I mean, the flowers were lovely, and I did appreciate them. But I was just like, couldn't have done this on Valentine's Day. Like, couldn't have done this on my birthday. Couldn't see, have like, done this when you came in late the other week. <laughs> see, like, I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't admit it to many people. But you were hopeless romantic, but you came on a first date with me, and you brought me nothing. <laughs> so far, I've given you more because I gave you a cookie. <laughs> Well, bearing in mind, I didn't technically know that we hopeless, were doing the first day. So romantic. there you go. So there you go. And I'm sat here with no roses, no chocolates, <laughs> but he's got my cookie. Don't worry, I'll take you for a meal afterwards. <laughs> right, I'll wine and dine you before we go and do anything else. We'll go for a pint. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll buy. So we'll go to tonics, I'll buy. Sorted, you're definitely first getting a second date, yeah. mate. <laughs> um, so next one. Is there anything that you don't eat? Now, I got really confused by this question because I was like... This is a bit intense for a first date. Like, why do you need to know about, like, dietary requirements? Mm. You may never see this person again. But when I read it properly, it does make sense. Because if you're going to a restaurant, you do need to know what someone does and doesn't eat, I suppose. Because I have heard, like, <laughs> a friend of mine who's who was, like, vegan. 
But she wasn't like vegan. She was vegan. All she did was like eat lettuce and stuff. And she went on a date and he took her to a steak restaurant. Um, and there was hardly anything she could eat. I found that really hilarious. She was starving. Um, and he was really apologetic. But I suppose this is a sort of like, Ash, is there anything you don't eat? Um, Many vegetables. Mm-hmm. I love my fruit, but I a healthy no one. Aye. See, for me, I'm really awkward. So if someone took me on a first date out for a meal, they'd hate me. Because I don't eat a lot of meat. Mm. You tend to go places where it's friendly. Yeah. You, you've got... Like, for me, if I was going to take anybody on a date and it came to food, I would have to take them somewhere where I knew that there was a wide variety. Yeah. It's not just all meat-based or it's not all just, like, vegetarian. It's, it, you know, they've got a bit of everything in case there's something that they can't eat or they don't like. So, question three, what makes you laugh? What makes me laugh? A good sense of humour. Very dry See, as well. you are completely different to me. <laughs> what makes me laugh is other people's misfortune. Yeah, that makes my day. Do you know what I mean? Like when it's autumn and it's raining, and you're like in like a, you're like waterproof in what you're wearing, right? And then a car drives past in a massive puddle and splashes someone you don't like. <laughs> no, that, that would be my ideal. Thing. That makes my year. I love that. Or on Christmas, when a car drives past and smacks someone that you don't like with a snowball, <laughs> love that. Um, you'd love it. Years ago, I used to go around in a car with a couple of my friends, and I used to throw uh, ketchup. Open oh. ketchup in. So we're learning like that you're a job today. <laughs> yeah. Learn that. Potential <laughs> asbo. <laughs> this was years ago, bear in mind. I have grown up a bit. You Thank know. God. <laughs> I am 26, so I've kind of had to grow up. Um, so come on then, Ryan, yeah. what's your signature drink? Probably, yeah, gin and tonic. Gins. Gin is definitely a signature drink. Any gin that someone got us, you couldn't really go wrong. Because I don't like drink spirits. Gin is the only one. Mm. See, for me... Um, it just depends on what mood I'm in because I like my uh, Disrano and Cokes. Um, I like my cocktails and I like my gin. So it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. And So I'm practically teetotal. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that makes for a good parent, doesn't it? Mm. This is the next one, though. I like this one. What's your biggest annoyance? Um, somebody lying to me. That's a big one. That is a fair one. I can understand that. I agree with you on that. Mine is... Mine's really vain. <laughs> Mine's really vain. My biggest annoyance is that Twitter will not verify me. Ooh, right, if we're go- if we're gonna talk about like vain stuff, then mm. mine is um, people recognising me as Tilly and just basically when I'm dressed as Ash, going hi Tilly, and I'm like, who's that? Um, yeah, like your drag persona versus yeah. your male persona. Yeah, I don't really want to be known as Tilly outside of Tilly. Yeah, like that is for me that is uniform. That what I do is a job. That's mm. not who I am. It doesn't define me. It just pushes who I am a little bit further to the extreme. So yeah, yeah that that really does annoy me. Um, somebody came up to me the other day in Sunderland High Street and was like, uh, hi today. And I was like, um, do I look like I'm wearing a I wig? I suppose that's the argument though, isn't it? Because drag queens particularly, you have a persona, mm. but people always associate you with that persona even when you're dressed as a boy. Do you know what I mean? There's drag queens yeah. that I've worked with for years who, even though I know the, the boy name, I would refer to them as their stage name just out of habit because everybody else does do you know what I mean yeah if someone but, don't get me wrong if someone corrected me and said do you know what I actually hate being called this as a boy do you mind I would be like absolutely like that's absolutely fine I understand like did we actually meet when I was in drag or did we meet outside of me being drag I think we met when you were in drag see I can't remember how we first actually honestly I think I was drunk no didn't we first meet when me, you, and uh, we won't talk about a certain someone because we, we, oh, yeah. we don't like this certain someone, someone else. Oh, someone yeah. you don't like. See, I don't feel as bad. <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs> I don't like it for many reasons. I mean, don't 
come to yeah. a bar and nick me heel for, <laughs> for a start and then try oh, and yeah. hit me with it. Yeah, don't take your drag queen's um, heel. <laughs> and don't try and hit me with it. It's like either. trying to outsass the game, man. It just does not yeah. work. And I think you were in the Keeper Rose, sat with... Oh, oh yeah, DJ potentially, T-Pop. yeah. Um, and I think that's... Yeah. Yeah, this that, rings a bell. Yeah. I think I might have been sober, yeah. Um, this rings a bell. I think you would just finish work. Yeah. Because you just brought over their food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're like a waiter for them too. Mm. Still are, more or less. So that's like, that's the biggest annoyance, but what's on your bucket list? What's on my bucket list? I'd actually really love to own my own bar. I have been trying for the past maybe six years, seven years mm. to get one. And I mean, like, again, going back to my biggest annoyance is when somebody lets you down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I had the opportunity to do something, but somebody didn't like me, so that opportunity then got taken away from me. So that kind of annoys me when I'm trying to get to my dream, to my goal. Mm. Um, another thing on my bucket list is I would love to host a Pride. I really would, on the main stage and host Pride. I've hosted plenty of, like, after parties and during and... Oh, see, this is I've why never... we're the opposites. I mean, I used to chair Pride, so I can't argue this, but, like, a lot of gays are like, Pride! Like, yay! But I'm just like, oh, Do you know what? There's nothing... For me, there is no worst thing in the world than being surrounded by gays. I mean that in a nice way. Like, I do mean that in a nice yeah. way, but just so many people in one place... It's, who, it can be a bit too much. ...who I don't like. It can be a bit too much. Especially when you see your ex in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Or, like, ten of them, like I, I do at Newcastle. It's yeah. Not the nicest things. It's not good. Um, is it? Well, it's not good. Unless you look really good. When you look really good yeah. and you run into an ex, it is the best thing ever. Yeah, but I tend to run into them just as Talisa, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, you can imagine <laughs> that goes down really well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here I am presenting myself to the world as a drag queen and you happen to walk past. Well, I ain't going to hold back and tell you what I really think of you. So it could be fun. It could be interesting in that sense. Um, but no, I mean... Yeah, so you've got quite varied ones. Mine... Yeah. Mine, I've already done one, so I always said I wanted to get married. See, I said I, I want to get married, and then after... then after Don't. Poop, divorce yeah. Divorce is more expensive. Um, <laughs> Speaking from experience. Um, but yeah, I always said I wanted to get married, and I've done that. Um, didn't take, work out. I don't want to do it again. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Once was enough. But at least things... Like, I've jumped off the Weirmouth Bridge. That was really good. So I always wanted to do something, like, different, and I've done that. Mm. That was really good. I'd love to do the Great North Run at one point. I actually feel like doing that next year. I did, but then then I went to the the gym and I did five minutes on a treadmill and I was just like, I feel like I am dying and I'm thinking against it. I'm thinking of actually training for it. Yeah. I don't think, because I thought, well, it's just running, but like, it's a lot of running. It's like, isn't it like 16 mile, 13 mile? Uh, That's a lot. I think it's 13.1 mile. Like, I don't know if you can just... You could do different things because... um, I remember watching Tess Tickle um, on her live. That sounds really naughty when he says that, but Tess Tickle is actually a drag, drag queen. queen. <laughs> yeah, she's a drag queen. I just wanted to I'm put pre- that out. I'm pretty sure everybody that will listen will yeah, know true. Tess because she, she's well known. Just in case someone, turns, someone emails in going, someone just said Tess Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch her and Emma, and they, they, they start off running, and then they go into a jog, and then they walk, and then... Towards the end, that's when they put the most. Did they do the Great North Run? Yeah, they've yeah, done really? it twice, two, wow. two years in a row now. I didn't know that. Um, they did it last year, and then they did it again this year. Oh. Um, because last year they did it for a charity, and then this year Tess did it for her own charity, the Angels Trust. Good on them, because I I actually didn't know yeah. that. Good on them. That is quite cool. Twice in drag as well, in oh. full drag. 
They must have been sweating by the end of it. Oh yes, that's why they had um they they had the jokes the proper jokes oh, yeah. with the testicle productions on. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah. big kudos to people that do it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, I want to do it. Um, I'm not saying I'm ever going to do it, but uh, I'm like a try. I'd, yeah. I'd have good intentions. I'd sign up for it. <laughs> I might make I'd it. Si- I'd sign up. I might not. I'd sign up, and then I'd end up turning up like ten minutes towards the end of the finish line. Yeah, I <laughs> just know. just for the glory. <laughs> um, so what's something that I wouldn't guess about you? I don't know because I'm pretty much an open book. People go on my Facebook and know immediately who I am, what I'm all about, and stuff like that. See, I think for me, people don't guess how mean I actually am. See, I'm like some people take it. Some people take it. What was it? Someone said they're like, "Oh, you're so funny," and I was like, "No, I'm just actually really mean." <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care. I mean, the thing is, right? When I have a go to someone and I tell them what, exactly what I think, nine times out of the ten, they revert back to the fact that I do drag, and then they're like, hey, "That's so funny," and I'm like, "I'm not actually joking. That's what I think of you." Um, but they think because you're a drag yeah. queen, you don't mean what you say. I think it's with me because I hold a grudge. Like, I, I will never forget. Well, I hold grudges. Yeah. I do. I mean, and that's I, a good thing. I think, you know, if someone's really, really naughty and they've done something really bad, like, you know, when they say, oh, you know, like, you say sorry and, oh, you're forgiven. I do not forgive. <laughs> I don't forgive and I don't forget. Yeah. I'll say I forgive you, but I really don't. And then in an argument in like five years' time, I'll be like, and then five years ago, you did this. <laughs> I never forget, ever. Mommy, I'll never wind you up yeah, and annoy you. Do <laughs> not. on the wrong side of you. So what's something that, you know, who would you most like to meet then? So I've done like, I've done work as a journalist, so I've met some some people that I really like to meet. I met Alpha Beast, which was really, really good. Um, loved meeting Alpha Beast. Um, Jay McDonald was really cool to meet. Um, Alexandra Burke, Alexandra Stan. Um, but for me, someone I'd really love to meet in an interview is probably Paul O'Grady because I think we would have such a good laugh. I think he would be amazing oh to do interview. You know, do you know, right, I have been watching um, Lily Savage, which yeah. is Paul O'Grady's um, alter ego, and I swear, I swear, like, I would love him to bring that back. Yeah. Like, to bring her back. Um, Apparently, it's potentially possible. It is. It, it could it, happen. Well, it's been in the waterworks for a while. Apparently, he was supposed to be taking over um, Blind Date. Yeah. It? Um, as Lily Savage, that was the rumour, um, and unfortunately, um, it got confirmed that it was just a rumour, you know, mm. which is, yeah. for, for so me, who would you, quite a shame. Who would you like to meet? I don't know, because again, a bit like you, with me being a drag queen, and a bit of an activist, I end up on the stages, and I do end up going mm. backstage and meeting a few people, so I've met quite a few people in my time. Um, I've just thought of another one, actually, Joe McKeldry, who I have met quite a few times, but just like passing in Asda, but like... Yeah, I really fancy Joe McKeldry. No, I don't. No, do you not fancy Joe McKeldry? Someone else said no. this. They said I was really uh, weird for fancying Joe McKeldry. I, I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. Um, I think quite what, cute. I think what puts me off is his arrogancy. Um, he is quite arrogant. You think Joe McKeldry's arrogant? Yeah. Yeah, for I've me I've never noticed. I've um, never noticed. Joe, if you want to come and meet me at any time, <laughs> I don't think you're arrogant. <laughs> I'll have you, mate. Please message him <laughs> on Facebook, Ryan Houston. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you want to find me, find me. Just find him. Yeah. Grinder. I'm not on Grinder. Not anymore. Really? No. We'll discuss this in a later show, but yeah. no. Um, so come then, what's the worst pickup line you've ever heard? Because I can't see you dishing one out, so you must have heard you, it. You're correct. I, I've, I don't think I've ever dished out a pickup line, a child line. I don't, it's just not my thing. I've never dished them out. Um, I can't really think of the worst one I've heard. 
See, I've heard so many cringeworthy ones, it's unreal. Go on then, give me a few, because I don't think I have heard any. Like, um, are you an angel because you fell from the sky and into my arms? And I'm like... Nobody's ever said that I'm an angel. <laughs> I'm not like the devil in disguise, but nobody knows that. Nobody's ever said that um, to me. Somebody's point... Um, Joe, I hope you're listening. I hope you're finding loads of, like, chat up lines to give me here, because I've had none. <laughs> <laughs> um... Speaking of people that I fancy, yeah, I actually fancy quite fancy Courtney act out of drag. Yeah, you know, I think, but again, I think it's the accent. Australian, Australian accent. The thing is, right, if you come to me with an Australian accent, an American accent, oh, an Irish accent. accent, Irish accents, love an Irish, Irish accent. Me too. Yeah. Um, but for me, um, the only thing that annoys me about Americans is like how they portray these RuPaul Drag Race queens because, okay, they're amazing at what they do. But that's just one type of dragon. Everyone always puts you into these boxes yeah. that they portray. I mean, people turn around and say, oh... But isn't that what being gay is all about? Putting people into boxes? Doesn't the gay community and, and the L and the I mean, G... They, and the B- they, this is what annoys me about they do. because it's Because it started off as the uh, LGBT, and yeah. now it's gone LGBT Q. plus... No, it went LGBTIQ, LGBTQI, and then... Uh, exactly. We are going to look at this. We are going to look at this in a future um, show. Um, but yeah, you're right. Now like, it's now we've limited it to yeah. LGBT plus because it's nice and easy. It includes everyone. Yeah, but it's not just that. Like we we wanted equality. We wanted to have all these different things, but we didn't want these labels. And now all of a sudden, people are jumping onto the bandwagon. But when you say we didn't want those labels, I mean even if you look at things like Grinder that we mentioned before. There was a famous thing. Um, well, not a famous thing. It's because I was looking at someone there, and I got just not got distracted. You need to look at Grinder. <laughs> there was a big thing where there was like a lot of shaming going on because everybody was yeah. saying no, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. That is grouping people. That is saying I don't like you if you are in one of these three groups. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I actually think like the gay community is one of the worst communities for boxing people and for labeling people. For me, it's a case of we say we don't want something, but then we go out and we do the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah. What um, and it annoys me because I mean, people... if you think we cry, we cry like homophobia and things like that, but Aye. then. One of the most racist groups that I've ever worked with is the gay community. Like, it, statistically, it is the most homophobic and racist. Yeah, I mean, I watched a documentary on um, off the Sky Star the other day, and it was about the Queen of Ireland. And is there a Queen Island? It's a drag queen that's uh, basically the oh, face right, okay. of Ireland oh, when it right. comes to the LGBT. And it's like she said, every gay person is homophobic. Yeah. Um, whether you like to admit it, whether you don't like to admit it, you are homophobic in some sort of way. I mean, I've pretty much already said earlier that I hate everybody. So I yeah. suppose that's um, But you just hate the world in general. It's yeah. not It's not about specifically hating one group. I'm old. I'm allowed to be cynical. I'm older. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a cynical. Yes, you are. I like it so, when you say um, that. So, <laughs> you know, people don't realise that I'm actually as old as what I am. Because people still put me down as 16. I thought you were older. Cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really don't like you right now. I don't care. <laughs> so this first <laughs> day really is not going well. We've, we've been through this. I don't care. Uh, like I... me or hate me, I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, like they're the, they're the questions. Um, but I don't feel... I mean, I kind of do. I feel like I know you a little bit better now, even though I knew you before. I wouldn't ask them on a first... I'd, I just... I would feel really uncomfortable So generally, asking. if I was going to ask this kind of questions, I'd ask it as a friend, asking a friend. I wouldn't go on a first date and be thinking, well... I would feel... If if this was a real date, I mean, if you'd brought me flowers or brought me chocolates, um, I would feel really interrogated if you were just like, question, question, question. It would really intimidate me and it probably... It would just be a massive put-off. Do you I not mean, think yeah, so? Okay, or, would okay. you, or would you not mind me asking you nine questions off the trot, being like, what, what do you do? What do you want? <laughs> I mean, like, let's face it. Like, when you when you first go out on a date, 
Um, it, it is like um, 20 questions in like 20 seconds. See, for me, it's not. I want them to sit there, look pretty, and tell us how pretty I am. That's all I want in life. Well, that's very vain then, isn't it, really? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm vain. For me, it's a case of, yeah, okay, ask me all the questions in the world because I'm out there, but there's some people that aren't out there. There's some people that want to keep a bit of mystery to themselves. Yeah. For me, um, it's okay asking questions, but you, to me, they're, they're, they're more like a couple of dates down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to date somebody, I'd rather go out for... Um, but generally, um, for me, like, more or less my first date is usually a case of that's when I'm out and about and that's when I'm tend to meet somebody and we kind of officially, non-officially date, in a way. See, this is what confuses me. It's all these labels. It's like dating and then seeing each other and then, like, it's just, it gives me a headache. I just don't understand. Things were just so much easier when I got married. <laughs> we were <laughs> together, we were engaged married it was so simple three steps <laughs> well four technically because divorce <laughs> but yeah but that came further down the line that that not that, not that, as that, further down the line as we first planned <laughs> yeah but in all fairness when you first get with somebody then yeah obviously marriage to a lot of people isn't the end goal um but there is more to life than marriage um I, single life exactly and to be fair it's easier it's more fun but at the end of the day, what can you do? You deal with the cards that you've been dealt, though, don't yeah. you? Do you know what I mean? I think some people put so much pressure on finding someone and, and getting everything nailed down to a time limit. But you've kind of just got to go with the flow. I mean, my parents kind of put this whole idea of you meet somebody by the time you're 21 and you end up married at 21. Yeah, because um, it's just that was that's how it was then. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. different now. Like there's people. I mean, everybody said about kids having kids. Now it's it's like totally absolutely fine to have kids in your thirties or forties. You know what I mean? It, that is the thing now. That's just what you well, do. Let's just it. Social acceptance gets. Yeah, it changes. Yeah, and not just that. It 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 does evolve and it gets easier to deal with stuff and it gets you know. Yeah. Um, for me, um, one of my past relationships was a case of we met in a nightclub while I was out having a drink and it was just completely by accident i wasn't out looking for anyone i was just out with my friends because that's what we did um like but they say this don't they it's it's, you find it when you stop looking yeah well that's the thing you you don't ever expect to be able to go out and look for it if you go looking for it it tends to hide from you i mean some people believe they're never actually going to get in a relationship and their person that they were supposed to get with got ran over by a bus or something and that's why Maybe, yeah, yeah. But maybe it's just a case of you're looking too hard. You're maybe. You're trying too yeah. hard. I mean, like, when See, I... See, I'm not trying at all, and nothing's coming. <laughs> I don't date. Yeah. I don't get dates. I don't get offers. Well, I do... Do I get offers of dates? I'll take on a mate's date, but that's about it. I don't think I get offers, which I think makes it worse. Have I mean, I been... wouldn't I wouldn't mind if people were offering us, and I was just like, nah. But, like, nobody offers. Have you been on a mate's date before? Yeah, yeah, I've had loads of mate's dates. Yeah. But they're different, you don't... I don't well. Well, yeah. I don't know because like the Different way you're the, the way you're looking at me and giving me the wink, just yeah. That is not happening. Um, that is thank God for not that. Not happening. Thank you. for I am quite happy being single, unless Joe McKelvey gives us a call. <laughs> um, no, for me, um, it's a case of um, when you're in a relationship, you also lose who you are as well, and that. Puts See, me- I disagree. Oh. See, I think I find. Like, I'm always bossing it, and I don't mean that in a vain way. Mm. I am bossing it in the sense of, like, when I'm on cloud nine, nobody can bring me down. But, like, when I'm single, but when I'm in a relationship, I am probably a better, I'm a nicer person. I am, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say because I'm a nicer person, I'm a better person, but 
it, it does change me for the better. But yeah. I know, and I do understand what you're saying. I know people who've been in a relationship and completely faded into the background, and they become someone completely different, and someone who who I don't really like anymore, yeah. and they don't really like me, and that's fine. That's natural. It comes to an end. But for me, I'm the opposite. When I'm in a relationship, I absolutely own it. See, when I'm in a relationship, it's a case of, for me, you get complacent, you get used to living with that person for so long. You get used to living with that person for so long that you kind of forget who you are. Who you are, yeah. Um, For me, um, Tilly fades right into the background where people that know me know Tilly is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's not just a way of life for me, it's kind of necessary for me to do Tilly. Because for me, um, from a personal perspective, if I didn't do Tilly, I would be quite a violent, quite an angry person. So because everybody's got to have something, haven't they, to get rid of? Yeah. You know, life gives you aggression. You you become aggressive because of life. You need yeah. something to vent that aggression. Some people do alcohol. Some people do drugs. Some people are creative with it. Do you know what I mean? For me, when I get all that aggression. I'm obviously done journalism so I can get my aggression out and that way I can make a cheap little dig at someone without making it personal to them and I can get away with it I can do this you know what I mean yeah so everybody has something where they're just like yep we're going to do this and we're going to put loads of energy into it and it makes you feel better so I totally get where you're coming from with that exactly Um, but being artistic as well yeah throwing that one into the mix a lot of people don't realise how easy it is for someone like me to fly off the handle yeah so you've got to kind of put a filter in uh, to kind of stop that aggression from going too far so Tilly does that and and it works life. for you and it works for you yeah but not just that um i think of all the things that i've done being a kind of gay activist if you will in a sense because flying in that flag at pride well it's not just pride that I, I fly at um there's been times when i've educated other people because mm-hmm. the, they've turned around and said to me oh you can't do this because you're gay or you can't achieve this and i'm like no i will yeah, not let anything yeah. stand in front of me i will not let anyone put me down mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like people throw homophobia around and people throw insults around. I'm thinking there's just no need in this world. Mm-hmm. If we kind of... If you don't like something, don't mention it. Yeah, Because exactly. then that way, no one's going to get hurt. You're only going to get hurt because I'm going to tell you exactly what yeah. you're coming across as. And who you are as a person is just not interesting me in the slightest. And I have no time for you. That kind yeah. of thing. I understand where you come from. Well... This has been all right as the day goes. Like I said, I haven't had many. You've been on hundreds. Um, <laughs> this has been all right. This has been an all right, right day. Um, like that, I'm not used to, but it's been good. I feel like I've got to know you better. Um, love I to hear like what, I still what everybody. You. Thinks. Yeah, I'd love to hear what everybody else thinks. How how do you date? Is dating a thing for you? Do you avoid it? Like I kind of add to. Um, let us know. Facebook, we are out radio. Twitter at we are out radio. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud and MixCloud. We are out in the city. Um, and we'll talk to you next week when we're celebrating. Last question for you, just before oh, we go. God. Is there any other questions that you can actually think of that you'd ask anyone? What, on a dish? Yeah. Can I go home now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like tend to do that. I tend to like just make an excuse up. I make my phone See, no, I, I don't like lying. I'd rather just be like, at the end, I'd rather be like, do you know what? I really don't want to spend any more time with you. I want to go home. The thing is... Like, that's not a question. I, that's a I, statement, yeah, I suppose. I can't lie to someone's... Like, I can't lie to someone's face and like... But by making an like excuse, that. by making an excuse, that is lying. But yeah... You've got to be honest. Say what you mean and mean what you say. I am honest. But I think oh, when I do it... My dog's broke its leg. I've got to leave. That is not being honest. <laughs> no, I don't mean it that way. Like, um, for me, I don't like breaking someone's heart in front of me. And if, if somebody starts like... Ash, you are not going to break someone's heart on a first date. Oh, trust us. You Mind can't. you, yeah. One of the dates I had, someone told me he loved me on the first date. And I was just like, I'm off. <laughs> I mean, there's people that I've... Sp- like, my train's people- coming. I mean, I speak to people a lot. 
um, and there's been times when I've spoke to people for months before I've actually been able to have the time to meet them. Oh, who's got the time for that? I'd lose interest. Um, I I have plenty of time for men, um, but that's just me. It's because you're older, I suppose. You've got more experience. Yeah, and I know what I want, and they know what they want, and yeah. that's kind of the thing. Maybe you haven't found what, what you really want from a relationship, or you haven't just had the right guy to show you what you really need. Maybe, maybe. Maybe that is, yeah, possible. But you're right. Anyway, easier. ten questions, I suppose, we got out of that. Um, <laughs> the last one was not a scientific one, I suppose. Um but do you, what do you think? Do you think these questions are the scientific way to get a second date? I am not convinced. No. No. Not in the slightest. <laughs> um, um, we're back next week um, celebrating our birthdays. Ash is celebrating his 36th. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's only 26. Bless him. Um, and I'm 20-something. Um, <laughs> 25. Yeah. No, I'm not. Um, we're not going to share this. But we're talking about is it important... Is age important in the LGBT community? Do gay people lie about their age? Do you have a gay age and do you have an age? I mean, in all fairness, right, this is this is just throwing this out there, right? You've got people that are like younger and older and they call it like the daddy-son relationship. God knows why and it's not something that appeals to If me you're calling it a daddy-son relationship, something ain't right. Nah, you've got some daddy issues. I haven't, <laughs> well, I mean, my husband was 12 years older than me, but I, I never once once referred to it as a daddy-son relationship no you know what i mean he had a daughter as well like that that would have been weird that would have been very complicated it would have been complicated because it's not something that you'd say in public <laughs> it, it's kind of one of those mm. things where you keep it closed behind closed doors mm. i mean i've gone out with guys that are way 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 older than me they've been well we will on for like 50 and i'm Ooh. 20 find so, out you know you find out a lot on the first day about summer don't you anyway <laughs> Um, next week, Ryan and Ash's birthday, um, celebrating Ash being 36, me being 20-something. Um, Six. Yeah, I'm not 26. I'm not 25. Um, we'll talk about all of this next week. Um, take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye for now. The We're Out in the City podcast has been brought to you thanks to the funding support given by The Inspired and Comic Relief's Loud and Proud grants. The Inspired is the UK's leading volunteering charity for 14 to 25-year-olds. It helps young people to make their mark on causes they care about, whilst learning new skills and talents along the way. They recognise that volunteering can help young people thrive and transform the communities they live in, and it teaches them vital skills. For more information on the work of The Inspired or the funding opportunities available from Comic Relief, visit theinspired.com.